Welcome to Supervision. Welcome back. Welcome back to Supervision Podcast, episode four, quattro. It's three. No, you're wrong. Catch up. Oh, crap. It is four. It's four. I should know this. Zach should know this. He cuts them all together. Yikes. Big yikes. He's our editor. Sound mixer. Either way. Welcome back. Sorry about the, uh, the big gap here. Nobody knows how long the gap was. Well, I mean, from upload to upload, this is going to be about three weeks. Yeah. We've been busy. Life's been crazy. I can honestly say 2020 hasn't been, like, bad is what people have thought, like, for other people until October. October hit, and I got hit like a freight train, so. Zach's had a rough month. Rough month. Rough. But everything's good. We're doing great. Hanging in there. All we can do is keep on moving yep. forward, I yep. guess. Yep, move forward. Zach, what have you been up to? Let's hear, let's oh, hear boy. something positive. You're buying a house? I'm buying a house, yeah. My That's wife and exciting. I. exciting. Yeah, we had a hiccup, in, a bump in that road. Big bump, real big bump. Big bump. Um, but we figured it out. It's fine. I'm going to get it done. I'm going to scrounge up the money I need to find all of a sudden. We're going to do it. Um, yeah, we're buying a house. Uh, That's exciting. Yeah, a little bit bigger, so that'll be good. Yeah. Get my first investment property because I'm keeping the home that we're currently in. We're not selling, which is great. And tell everybody how you found your renter. Oh, this is crazy. It's a good so story. it probably had been only, oh, I don't know, two or three days after we, we decided we weren't going to sell and went under contract on this new house. And uh, there's this really awesome coffee place called Dutch Brothers. They're mostly like Oregon area and things like that, but they're popping up here in Utah now. They're opening a bunch. And we went because they had this little training, um, I don't know, like exercise, rough, I guess. Rough opening. Rough opening, soft, soft opening, opening for yeah. their, their employees to give them some training. And they were saying, you know, come get a free drink until 8 p.m. or whatever. And we rolled up after I got home and we were waiting for our drinks at the window. The... Um, Manager the new, I guess he's, he's the new manager. Yeah. Of the place we were just shooting the breeze and he was asking about Centerville and if we lived, you know, where we lived and how long we lived there and stuff. And it, he's like, yeah, we're just trying. I just moved here from Arizona, like trying to find a place to live because I'm right now staying with my boss until I find a place. And he offered me this job to stay here and manage it. So I moved here like on a whim and I was like, so well, that's funny. super weird because I need to rent my house. That's up the street. And lo and behold, him and the the other manager are now my tenants. That's awesome. <laughs> they just show. I gave them their my number, and uh, they came by what two days later and signed the lease. It's meant to be. It's meant to be. Yeah. So get a delicious cup of coffee and a renter. Coffee perks are probably <laughs> the main reason that I got them. Your lease is getting paid in punch cards with free. Yeah, drinks. there's that commercial <laughs> about people being paid in stride gum. Their, yeah. their rent is paid in coffee for me. <laughs> well, that's good. That's good. I yeah. think you drink $2,000 a month of coffee. No joke. No. Honestly, though. No, that's too much. Mm, okay. Well, like, realistically, yes, but it's not, it's not far off. 
Well, anyway. My heart's well, gonna give out. I think that um yeah, October's been a weird uh peak in a otherwise bad year. Oh man, it's been rough. <laughs> Trying to think of what I've been up to since the last time we talked. Yeah. What have you been doing? Literally nothing. I don't know. I've been <laughs> Trying to stay careful with coronavirus, and I've been trying to sell houses. That's it. Same old, same old. Same old for me. Well, Blair had a birthday. Luke's having a yeah. birthday coming up, but nothing super interesting. Crazy. Mm-mm. You gonna like buy something cool in the future, like to make it exciting? Buy a Tesla or something. Oh, I do want to buy a Tesla. I know. Actually. So just do it. Um, we'll see. We'll see. How it goes. Just get it done. Goals. That Speaking of goals, you know. Yeah. Speaking of our podcast name, Supervision. Because um, we have to say it at least once an episode. Supervision. I am looking forward to getting a new car at some point. Booyah. Just recently paid off my other car, so heaven forbid I go a month or two without a car payment. <laughs> just, just get more debt. Just it's get fine. right back into a new one, right? Just make it a company car and write it off. There you go. And I am still trying to buy one more rental before the end of the year. So we've got 60. Roughly 60 days. 60 days. Get it done. Got my eye on one. That's right. We were just talking. You were just talking about that at lunch. Yep. Got my eye on one, folks. See if we can get it. Very cool. Um, okay. So today we wanted to talk about determination was kind of yes. the topic that we wanted to dig into today. And the reason why we wanted to talk about determination is because that's kind of an overarching word that I feel like represents the the kind of the character trait or um, I guess the action that you need to have to take to stay after your goal. And yeah. I think that's the biggest thing. A lot of people set big goals or set things that they want to reach and Somewhere along the way, they hit a roadblock and it never comes into fruition because, you know, they didn't stay the course, right? Right. So I guess we wanted to talk a little bit about determination because it's not a pretty word and it's not easy. And ultimately, though, it's kind of what it takes to get to the other side. Yeah, right. So like for Kaylee and I, Mm -hmm. this house has been a big goal of ours this year. You know, mm-hmm. the beginning of the year, I even, I had it when we had our meeting, whatever, the beginning mm-hmm. of the year. One of mine was, I mean, one, get a new, get into my first investment and two, get into a new house, just upgrade where we're at. It's a little bit small for what um, we want, things like that. And so it's been on our radar and we are finally at that point that it was like, let's pull the trigger on it. Let's see what we can do. And then we've, you know. October, like I said, whenever you try and hit a goal, you're going to have something in the way. And so one thing that's really stood out to me this month is just, I think I use it almost in in place. You could use it either way for determination and being resilient. That's Mm -hmm. one thing that's always been pounded in my brain is that word resilient. So Mm -hmm. hit your obstacle, figure out a way around it, through it, over it, whatever, and keep going. Like you're going to get hit in the teeth. And I think that's probably the lightest way I could put this month for for my family and I. Yeah. And I think it's easy to say something like that where it's like, yeah, you just got to keep pushing through. But um, I think there's a lot of a lot of different skills that go into one's ability to push through like a shitstorm, right? Right. So it's like 
like you you've got to have a strong mindset first mm-hmm. where it's like you know the things that are outside of my control will not drag me down and this is worth it this goal is worth it because it's fulfilling my why and it's ultimately what's best for me and my family so mm-hmm. you know mindset i think is part of it and then you know in order to have that resilience you sometimes need to be able to really reprioritize the things in your life like you know what i mean right. like things come up and all of a sudden you have to put all of your attention on problem b and right. rearrange kind of everything that's been going on what else would you say is part of like staying resilient you got to keep a good mindset you've got to be able to come up with a different plan of action sometimes the mindset's huge one thing that I think I've really been practicing this year in general. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of my, I mean, you know, very well, one of our, one of our good buddies, I'd call him one of our good friends. He had mentioned to me, cause he's, he's at a higher level producer um, in a different industry. Either way, he had mentioned, I think he called it his 90 minute rule kind of mm-hmm. thing. Right. So if something blows up in your face, you've got an issue with the deal or whatever it is, a goal. Yes. Have your freak out, have your moment, step back. And I use this with my clients a lot too, because if something goes wrong, you know, if there's a hiccup or the lender needs another 10 bank statements, what, and it's annoying, whatever, be with them, empathize with it, back away for an hour and a half, 90 minutes, and then revisit that issue with a clearer mind and just like, okay, how do I get through it? Let's figure it out. Water mm-hmm. under the bridge. There's nothing I can do about it. It happened. Mm-hmm. You know, like you said, control. I always tell, uh, I always tell my wife, control the controllables, right? Mm-hmm. Because other than that, like, what can you do? Yeah. I'm actually glad you said that because I was just thinking while you were talking about, you know, when problems arise, it's really just, I mean, it was really just a good reminder for me, like, how little I can actually control. Like, there's very little that you actually have true power over. Right. You know, most of the time we're kind of riding this wave. We're expecting things to hit in certain intervals that, Mm -hmm. you know, to be able to make the progress that we think we should be making toward what we want in a certain amount of time. Right. And it's like, I just had um, a problem with a transaction I was working on at work where it had to do with um, problems with the HOA. Um, And literally I had no control over it. All I could try to do was, gets people the answers that they were looking for and it came down to like hard work for like yeah. three days i had to read recorded documents in the county about this hoa just the most boring like crap. hundreds of pages <laughs> and it's like i wasn't even really reading it but i was like trying so hard to scan through a ton of information to find the one thing that said the specific thing that this lender wanted and it was like so stupid and I spent a lot of time in anger and I spent a lot of time in frustration and venting and telling people my sob story yeah. and, and crowd controlling my client who was freaking out and the other people whose house was not selling because of this, you know, like I was doing all this crowd control, but at the end of the day, it just took three days of digging through and working just work. And as soon as I got what they asked for, it was like, okay, cool. We're fine. And then things went back to normal. <laughs> We're getting an Amber Alert. Hang Uh-oh, on. Oh, Amber Alert. Oh, it's not an Amber Alert. Oh, it's just it's the state saying that coronavirus alert. is spreading. No kidding. That's what we've been heard. That's what we've been being told since freaking March, people. We are aware. Um, be careful out there, listeners. Be safe. Be smart. 
thought we were getting an Amber Alert. I was kind of sad. I really like to look for the license plates as I <laughs> drive. And I get an Amber Alert. It's I'm the on, least you can do. I'm on high alert when Amber calls. Write that down. I'm ready. <laughs> I'm looking for that blue Prius. I memorized the license plate. I got it. Aye, aye, aye. I feel like it's always a Ford Expedition. Or an Explorer. Ford. Same thing. They're like the same Ford thing. People. It's like the little brother. It's Ford people. Oh, boy. Don't say that. <laughs> Retract that statement. I looked at a Ford like a month ago. I would, I would get a Raptor. Yeah, it was just way too expensive, and I just couldn't do it. <laughs> you can't get a new car right now. Well, that's exactly what that's what this buy. was. It was like, that's what I told my wife. I said, us buying this house means I'm not buying, I can't buy a truck for True. probably another, a year at least, probably I would imagine. That's good. I it's like a, your car. Just ride it out. It's a great car. It's a great car. Maybe I should wait on my car too. No, you shouldn't. <laughs> You're overdue. What else do we know about determination? What else do we need to know? Um, okay. I want to go back to actually what you what you had said about control. Well, no more the de- determination. Well, obviously determination, but like you were, you said you mentioned something about knowing your why. Mm-hmm. So I almost like having a driver to stay determined in whatever the goal or task right. is. I think is huge. First off, mm-hmm. but like, how do you decide your why? Like, how do you solidify that? Yeah, that's, What's a, your good, driving that's force? a good question. And that's something that I think is a skill everybody needs to take seriously. Because at the end of the day, we are constantly evaluating how to spend our time, right? Yes. And what things we're working toward, what things we can put off, and rearranging our priorities to like fill our days, right? So right. it's like... The reason why I think everybody needs to have the skill of kind of finding out what their why is, is because at any given time or any given day, you may need to revisit, why am I actually putting effort toward this? Mm-hmm. For what To what end am I going to, you know, follow this path, right? And, and I say that vaguely because it applies to so many things. There's a why yeah. for working out. There's a why for going to your job. There's a why for your family. There's a why for your mental health. There's a why for your spiritual health. Like you have to be able to kind of really get down quickly to figure out why you're making the decisions you're making every day. Or I guess I should say, if you're good at that, it makes your life feel a lot more meaningful. It makes you yeah. feel like, oh, the reason why I'm choosing to spend my time doing this is because it's leading me towards this result. So the way that I try to connect to my why is by, I mean, usually toward the beginning of the year, I did it at the beginning of this year, pre-COVID. I wrote a really big, long, I think it was like seven to eight pages of handwritten journaling about like, if I could have it anyway, like if life was like just your, your your vision of the next yeah, however like, many years or whatever it and, was. And specifically, like, what do I want my life to look like in regards to like my work and yeah. my family relationships and my health and my wealth and all of those. I mean, there's seven equities that we talk about sometimes that, you know, I kind of did that was my outline. But when you when you can really see 
utopia or you know like nirvana like whatever, whatever you your yeah. perfect kind of vision of how your life is running then you can filter your decisions by is this leading toward or away from what i ultimately want my health to look like yeah. or what i ultimately want my business to look like or how i want my relationship with my wife to be or you know whatever so right. i think for me to, I, I mean, I have some pretty clear whys of like why I'm working towards what I want to do ultimately to drive me towards total freedom of like financial freedom, ability to be anywhere, do anything at any time. I mean, that's kind of an overarching why for me. I think everyone wants that. Yeah. And yeah. I think everybody wants that. I think it's like universal almost, but um, that's what helps me make harder decisions in my days. Like, oh, crap, I really don't want to do this. But if I do that, it's leading me on a path that continues toward being what financially you really free yeah, or, you, really you know, those types of things. And anyway, I think a lot of people are doing that subconsciously. Yeah, I think but so. But, like, I think maybe to get results faster, you need to be doing it consciously. Yeah, yeah. We'll dig deep. I've so, been thinking a lot. Sorry. I, I've no, been speaking good. a lot. Sorry. No, that's what are okay. your thoughts? So we'll dig deep on this. I okay. hope. Well, okay, that'll be fine if I share this. So um, the big reason October has been an absolute nightmare for me personally. Um, so we found out just after my birthday. So what was at the end of the second week of uh, October? So we had a little girl due in May. Um, we went in for the 10 week appointment and couldn't find a heartbeat. So there's that right next day, Kaylee had to go into surgery and get everything taken care of. And then a week later had, I mean, so it's already a nightmare dealing with that. Right. And then a week later had some complications and we had to go back in and deal with that again. And it just keeps getting brought up and brought up again. This whole time we're going under contract on this house because this has been something that we've really wanted to do and the house is perfect for us. It's in an awesome spot. It's where we want to be. And, um, I mean, two days ago we found out, I mean, it almost killed the, killed us getting this house that something else popped up in regards to the financing of it, that it, it took me a real, it, it took me a second to really step back and go, is this worth the stress right now? Like I've got everything else going on. Once I finally, I went to Kaylee, when I got home that afternoon and told her what was going on. And I mean, it was to the, it was a, a lot of money I had, I've got to come up with all the, like out of nowhere, like mm -hmm. big difference. And so it's, I, I told Kaylee, like, look, if like, is this, we had to revisit that. Is this what we need to do right now for our family? Is this where we need to be? Is this what we really want? And when I, I mean, when I told her that we might not get that house and we might need to back out, we're going to have to lose money regardless, whatever way we go. Like, is that worth it? And she, I mean, she, like she cried over it. Like she, she yeah, broke course. into tears because we were so excited about this place. And so that was where it, one huge shift for me happened where it was like, it's my why. Like, mm -hmm. it's going to make her happy more than anything. Like, I'm going to yeah. make it happen. Yeah. So we close in two weeks. I got it figured out. We're nice. We're going to get it done. That's like, and I think it's brave. I mean, you've been going through so much, but I think it's a really brave thing to do to just like go toe to toe with it. Right. Where it's, yeah, just that's like, all you can do. Like a lot of people give up. A lot of people say, oh, 
a big emergency, big problem. And we've you know, both seen it. We've both seen it. Yeah. We've had clients do it. Every, well, and beside that, you and Kaylee have every reason this month to say, you know what, buying a house right now isn't, isn't going to work we should out. Do. Like any, anybody in the world would say, yeah, you've been through a lot and let you give up on it. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, I think it's really brave to sit there in the midst of chaos and say, does this fulfill us and find a way or... If it didn't, then obviously you get mm-hmm. out and no harm, no foul. But right. like, I I like that that you're filtering your choices and your moves by kind of clarity in your purpose, like clarity in like your long term goals yeah. and how you want your life to look versus reaction based you know, emotional based choices that sometimes are, you know, they're it's easier understandable, to just push, them, push but, them away yeah. and be done. Yeah. You can, I don't know. I think there's a lot of emotion in life. And if you let that derive all of your decisions, you can be on, you can feel out of control. You can feel like you're on a roller coaster. So yeah. Roller coaster is a good way to put it. <laughs> yeah. Cool. <laughs> But no, I, thanks for sharing that. I know it's yeah. super personal stuff, but I think that's I'm what, surprised I didn't cry, to be honest. Yeah. Tough man. That's the first time I haven't talking about it. You can cry here, Zach. We're here for you. It'll happen. It'll happen. It'll happen. So I think for people listening, I think what the reason why I want to be on this podcast, the reason why Zach and I are here to talk through these things for me is mostly for myself, honestly, to help me kind of express some of the ways and the reasons why I kind of make the choices that I make and to help me really think through, um, you know, these concepts that I think are really truthful and really helpful for people. Yeah. Um, and I think that if we exercised this kind of way of thinking all a little bit more or a little bit, um, you know, more consistently, I think we would all be able to achieve way more than we are now, I guess. Yeah, what I'm absolutely. Um, and so that's what kind of makes me excited. That's what gets me like going with everything. I mean, I get burnt out too. And I think being able to filter my choices and my actions um, and control the thoughts that are in my mind, I think that helps me you know, prioritize the right. limited amount of things that I can actually take down each day. Okay, so let's let's talk a little bit about the future. Okay. So yeah. we're ten months into twenty twenty. We got sixty days left. Sixty days. About. I mean, I mean two almost to the day actually. Yeah, 61, sixty one, sixty two days. What do you think? Like you close on this house before the before the holidays. Yeah. Close on it mid November. In November. What's next? <laughs> Can you look past it? Well, um, one thing that, well, cause right on in all this, I went back and looked at my 10 goals. Like I do pretty consistently. And one I wrote in there, I, I think I brought this up uh, an episode Maybe. or two ago about these triathlons I hopped oh, into. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They got canceled, but there's still a goal. Why am I going to let someone like, just because the race got canceled mean I don't do them. So mm-hmm. I think I'm going to have to, buck up and and do two triathlons before the end of the year which i will say that i have (laughs) 
definitely not been training for one damn bit. <laughs> I'm not trying to laugh at your goal. I just know how little you've been going to the gym. <laughs> it's been it's been wild. Um, it's been yeah. So I suppose I haven't you. I haven't I swam I haven't swam laps in a pool since the last one I joined got canned in April. Okay, well, I want to see Actually, you. no, it was before that because I couldn't even get into the pool oh, yeah, anymore. They couldn't. shut it down, so March. I haven't swam a lap since March. Okay, well... And um, I got... I know a gym. I know a gym a as well. I allegedly... lap pool. I allegedly have a, a membership to said gym. Um, and I've I, seen the pool. It looks great. Well, I want to see you there in a Speedo and a swim cap. 6 a.m. Monday morning. Ugh. What do you really want, Zach? A Speedo. That's what I want. I'm going to get you the Borat sling, sling, the singlet Speedo. Well, I'd like to... Uh, never mind. I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to say that out loud. This is rated PG. Yeah. Okay. So, yes, you have so to get after that. I have to do those by the end of the year. Luckily, I don't know. Can I do it indoors or do I have to just like suck it up? Like the swim, obviously, I think it has to be indoors at this point. Uh, I don't know. I'm not that determined. Um, yeah, I'm not swimming in Farmington Pond for a mile. <laughs> I don't really care where you do it. I just want to see. I want to see it done, and I'm not saying that you have to do two before the. Well, end no, of the that year, was I on think. my list. It said two triathlons. So, because well, there's a couple other goals that I I think are. More than likely out of reach, I would say. Mm-hmm. Not to say that I'm going to stop trying to reach them, but they're unlikely, I would put it at this point. And you don't think the two Ironmans are <laughs> unlikely? I, I was looking at it, and that made the most sense. I would rather do that than try and find... I can't even remember. What was the other one? I guess the amount of deals I do this year. Like, Well, I will be proud of you if you do one tri- triathlon this year. What if I don't do any? Would you still be proud? No. Okay. I would not. That sucks. I would be proud if you attempted one and failed. But well, I if I'm going to do proud, it, I'm going to do it. Like, I wouldn't be proud if you didn't try it all. I'm just going to... about that? Just David Goggins it. God bless David Goggins. He is incredible. Can I, can I talk about him for half a second? Please do. Please. To anyone who doesn't know who David Goggins is, look him up. Please. He has a book, Can't Hurt Me, Changed My Life. I literally lost... I think it was like 25 pounds after I read this book because it got me off my rear end and I did all those Spartan races last year. Anyways. And for the more sensitive audience. Oh, yeah. Who, who, There's an edited version of the book. Oh, no. Cuss words hurt. That's not what I was going to say because I love cussing. But um, for me, the book was really hard to start. It's a, it's, oh, a, yeah. it's a little bit of a tough backstory for what David Goggins has lived through. But I promise you, Get, get through, the, through first, the first third of the book yeah, so that you the can first, like chunk of the book. It's benefit. about his childhood. Yeah. So that you can benefit from the second two thirds of the book. I think it actually would apply really well to today's like social climate mm-hmm. to some totally. that are kind of oblivious to some things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's, I mean that, that all happened in what, like the nineties, eighties, late eighties, late eighties, early nineties, like yeah. still a very real thing. We don't want to talk about that right now. Anyways, David Goggins um, just did. It's the Moab 200. They call it. It's a 240. It's a 240. Moab 240. It is a 240 mile race, foot race at that. 
and it's not flat ground by any means. You're going through Moab, Moab, Utah. So it's mountains and it's a lot of like you could even Sandstone, call it hiking. Yeah, yeah, like it is not the easiest thing in the world to do. Desert terrain. Right. So last year when he did it, if I remember right, he got I was tracking him on the on just watching his speed and whatnot. And last year he ended up in the hospital with like 30 miles to go or something, if I remember right. Cause he got some like crazy, like altitude sickness tied with like double pneumonia or something just like wild. And they like physically had to remove him from the course, goes to the hospital for three days, two days, three days, whatever gets cleared to leave the hospital, not necessarily do anything physical, let alone run essentially another marathon. And he did it. Went back he finished. finished. He finished. Uh, I guess technically didn't finish because he left the course, but he ran to where the finish line was at from where he stopped. Insane. Anyways, this year he did it. Got some nasty ankle sprain or something with like, what mile did he get stopped at? I was watching. It was like 210. I think he had like 30 miles left. So about the same spot. Medical stopped him for a couple of hours and he kind of just said like, no. <laughs> and he got his, he got his, Stuff taped up and took off and he finished the race and he took second. I think it took him like 46 hours, if I remember right, of nonstop running. He didn't sleep for 46 hours. He just ran. So insane. (laughs) Insane. I can't even comment on it. Like, it doesn't even seem like a real story. No. And so that's why maybe that's it. Like He grew a new ankle during the race. (laughs) (laughs) But like... I watch someone else do that. Like, why can't I just do... Swim for a mile. I want. I don't know. Want to. I don't know why I'm saying only a an Olympic length triathlon, let alone two that I've done zero training for. But if he could do that, you could do something. I could do something. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I. I'm gonna stick to my guns. I'll only be proud of you if you at least try. No, I'll I'll try. If you try it, you can fail. I'll do it, and I won't be mad. But if you don't try it, I'll be mad. Olympic length. I can't remember how long the swim is. I know it's. Is it like a one mile swim? It's a 25 mile bike and then a 10k run i bet you could do that it doesn't sound crazy i feel like i could do it but i'm not going to commit right now so don't try to loop me into this chad (laughs) do it with me one time we'll see i'll buy the speedos deal (laughs) leopard leopard print speedos done eos fitness will love us in our leopard print speedos (laughs) and i'm not going to change from the swim to the bike to the run i'm going to speedo the whole time yeah um Zach and I's body type is kind of like mediocre dad bod is what I would call it. Yeah, like, like I think the category is funny. Like, <laughs> it's not like it's not sexy. It's not like shredded. It's like it's like it's approachable. It's approachable. It's not intimidating. That's a good no. way to put it, I guess. Yeah, people look at me and they go, "I don't know if he works out or not," but he's not like. It's not obvious we don't work out, but it's not it's obvious. It's pretty we obvious do. though that I love <laughs> donuts and cookies, just everything good in life. <laughs> I I genuinely have gained I think ten pounds this month. I'm not kidding. Hey, there's no shame in eating. You know that your moment feelings. when you accidentally turn on your like your front facing camera as you're looking down at your phone and you look like Jabba the Hut. Well, I, I looked like extra job of the hut like two days ago and I went, holy shit, I got to fix this. Like I'm I haven't po- eaten. I think when we just had lunch, that's the first time I ate today, just purely out of being self-conscious. Um, I'm going to post a picture that I, a screenshot that I took oh, on my no. Instagram today. It was me 
getting ready to join a Zoom meeting and it's on my phone. And I had a tie on, which always kind of pops that double chin. Like if you really want to make that double chin pop, you just put on a necktie. But anyway, I'm literally like two full chin, full length, ear to ear, um, looking down and the phone prompt is do you want to join with or without video and it's like (laughs) i meant to already post it because it's so like ridiculous but that's like what 2020 is for me it's like extra neck extra neck i want to see that real bad that sounds awesome pull it up here (laughs) anyway anyways people anyone that listens hold me to it let's Let's get a, tri- a triathlon done. Join in if you want. I don't know. Maybe you get ballsy. You want to do it. Or don't. I don't blame you. I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. Why would I do that? <laughs> um, I think you can do it. Let's put your mind to it. 30 days of training. Yeah, let's set a date. What we'll day am I doing it? In it? December. Tell me right now. What day am I doing it? It is Friday, October 30th, as we are recording. I think if you commit to like really getting after some workouts for six weeks, that puts you through December what eleventh. That's Friday. Yeah, I think somewhere between December eleventh and Christmas, maybe, or New Year's. I don't know. Whatever. Six to eight weeks of working out puts you to Christmas, and do it before the end of the year. Christmas is on a Friday. I don't know that you should do two. I think you should do. What if I did them like think two days should. in a row? I think that's unwise. Like the, that's James your... Lawrence right there. Iron Cowboy. Have you watched that on Netflix? I Go watch watched, that. I have watched 50, that. 50, 50, 50. Unbelievable. Insane. Um, I would be pleased with you doing one before the end of the year, but this is your goal. You know your body better than I do. December 12th. All right. I'm doing it. December 12th. Saturday, December 12th. All right. Oh, boy. I'm putting it in my calendar. Okay. Do it. Sometimes Track I it. think that a triathlon is an Ironman. Well, I mean, it, it, it is. It is, but sometimes I think. For the mentally insane. interchangeable. You know what an Ironman is, like, distance-wise? A full marathon, 100-mile bike? Yes. And then a 20-mile like swim or something? No, not 20 miles. Are you <laughs> kidding me? I'm kidding. It's like two. two it's like a, half a little over two miles, miles, which is insane. I'll swim like two laps and I'm like, oh geez. So this will be interesting. So follow along for that one. This will be this will be good. I'll document. I want to see progress picks. No, um, absolutely not. Through it. Actually, Um, just for you. You bet. Yep, I'll do it. You get them. Well, followers, friends, lovers. Yikes. Let's get after our goals. Let's do it. I believe in you. We're here for you. Message us with any questions or comments. Concerns. <laughs> we'll call them concerns as well. Please message us with your concerns. Don't report us to podcast police. That's not a thing, but I like it. Really, thanks so much for listening. We appreciate you guys. Make sure to follow along on uh, what will be the documentation of this triathlon, apparently. Oh, yes. And maybe I'll buy a Tesla. I feel like my goal's easier than yours. <laughs> Is that shocking that buying a Tesla in your mind is easier than running a 10K with a little bit extra peppered in there? 
I could I could probably do a triathlon. I think you could do it with me. Yeah. Anyways, thanks guys. Follow along on our uh, if you're if you're listening and you aren't following us on Instagram, our handle is supervision.podcast. And we love you. Subscribe. <laughs>